What's trending now? Add them on Facebook. Let the tweeting begin. The hashtag does that. News and views from Belf's News Gallery. Well, a former FBI informant who was was arrested last week on charges of lying to the Bureau about uh, the Bidens and their alleged business dealings. Uh, He was re-arrested yesterday after a judge then said he believed him to be a flight risk. So this is 43-year-old Alexander Smirnoff. His name has been in the news here, uh, especially in the past week. So he was released by a Nevada judge earlier this week, and then a California judge ordered him arrested again yesterday after federal prosecutors said that Smirnoff is a flight risk. He holds dual U.S.-Israeli citizenship. His name has been very much in the news. He is, uh, and again, he is, prosecutors say that Smirnoff is actively peddling new lies that could impact U.S. elections. Talking about the Bidens. Also trending this morning, the uh, Donald Trump um, had his, he wanted to delay the $355 million in damages that he was assessed in the New York civil fraud case. He wanted to delay that. And the judge yesterday saying uh, no. Uh, basically, he said that, um, and it's not just Trump, it's uh, two of two of Trump's sons were also a part of this. And he said that they had failed to explain, much less justify, any basis for a stay. So he denied that while appeals continue. The Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC, it uh, began on Wednesday, or actually it got into full swing yesterday. And um, so it began with some events on Wednesday. It's a four-day event, and many believe it to be one of the most, uh, certainly of conservatives, the most influential gathering of the year. So a... Uh, tr- Donald Trump will be the event's keynote speaker, and this year's lineup featuring a number of his allies. Um, the also some of the reporting on this just uh, honestly is is not. It's pretty difficult to find more objective reporting on these issues. You get a number of people there who are who are who are speaking and pretty powerful. So that's that will continue to be uh, big news here through the uh, through the weekend and through the conclusion of CPAC, but it's underway. President Joe Biden went after Republican lawmakers on Wednesday night during a private campaign fundraiser in California. 
And he said, apparently to the crowd, he said, I've been a senator since 72. I've served with real racists. I've served with Strom Thurmond. I've served with all these guys that have set terrible records on race, he said. But guess what? Talking about Republicans now. But guess what? These guys are worse. These guys do not believe in basic democratic principles. So the president then proceeded to uh, remember how he'd asked... uh, He was asked, rather, in 2003 to deliver the eulogy for Strom Thurmond. And Biden says, I told the truth. By the time Strom left, he did terrible things. But by the time he left, he had more African Americans in his staff than any other member of Congress. He voted to reauthorize the Voting Rights Act. I'm not making him more than he was, but my point is at least you could work with some of these guys. So you can work with Strom Thurmond, but you can't work with the Republicans. That's what Joe Biden is out there telling Democrats right now. Also, uh, prosecutors in New Mexico are looking for accountability for the death of a cinematographer on the set of the Western film Rust. And so in this case now, the uh, armorer on this set is being tried on charges of involuntary manslaughter, tampering with evidence. So 16 jurors, including four alternates, were sworn in for trial on Wednesday. And that story is trending this morning. So the armorer on the set of Rust now uh, facing charges. And this is, if you remember, um, resulted in the death of uh, Helena Hutchins and Alec Baldwin, who was holding the pistol and has denied pulling the trigger. So they continue to pursue that case. Other stories trending this morning. A debate in Britain's parliament over a ceasefire in Gaza is creating a lot of safety concerns and anxiety among British lawmakers. They express fears of voting against their beliefs due to safety concerns. So they had more than six hours of discussion in Britain's parliament And both the governing Conservative Party and the Scottish National Party refused to vote on the issue. So the debate was over a ceasefire in Gaza. And the lawmakers saying they they fear for their safety in the midst of uh, debating this. Also, you remember Gabby Petito, the young woman who was... uh, killed by her fiancé, by uh, Brian uh, Landry. Um, Her family, her parents, and his family have reached a settlement deal. So they apparently agreed to a settlement. And Gabby Petito's parents saying, 
that the uh, is it Landry or Laundry? I can't remember. But his parents were aware of the murder soon after her death, and then they did nothing except issue a statement. And so now they've agreed to a settlement. Other stories trending this morning. If you're a sports fan, Apple Sports is out with a new app. So Apple has announced a free new app for tracking sports scores. And that is their latest effort then to become a major provider of sports content and news. So what Apple Sports will do is show sports scores. So you'll be able to follow events and what's going on. So if you're into sports, and you, the Apple Sports app was unveiled on Wednesday. And it's trending this morning. China has, and this is the first time in over 20 years, China is sending pandas to the United States again. And the San Diego Zoo is very happy about it. They are preparing to receive a pair of pandas. And they're saying it could include a female descendant of two uh, pandas that were among the most reproductively successful panda mates. And they're pretty excited about it. So the China Wildlife Conservation Association said yesterday it had also signed agreements with the zoo in Madrid and is in talks with zoos in Washington, D.C. and Vienna. And there have been uh, concerns that China was, this is seen as a, a, a way of diplomacy, sending these pandas then to other zoos throughout the world, seen as an effort at, at diplomacy. And that's being very well received by some. Also, the U.S. Supreme Court is going to allow the Boy Scouts of America and their $2.4 billion bankruptcy settlement to proceed. So the court lifted a temporary pause. There had been an appeal by more than 100 former Boy Scouts who opposed the agreement, but the U.S. Supreme Court is going to allow that to proceed to move forward. A black high school student, was punished by his school district for refusing to change his hairstyle. And the issue found its way to the courts. And a judge ruled yesterday that the schools can, can do this. So he had been suspended from high school over his hairstyle. And the district had filed a lawsuit arguing that his long hair, and he he wears it in in tied then uh, locks on the top of his head. They said that's a violation of their dress code policy because it falls below his shirt collar. And the judge agreed. That story's trending this morning.
Also, Russia's President Vladimir Putin yesterday crawled into the co-pilot seat of a nuclear-capable strategic bomber and um, seemed to be sent, first of all, he's got his election next month. So kind of bolstering his own image ahead of his his own election coming up, which you know he's going to win, right? I mean, he's all but certain to win that election. Um, so he took a 30-minute mi- uh, flight in this supersonic strategic bomber. And then many years looking at this as a reminder to the rest of the world about Russia's nuclear might. You know, as the ongoing war in Ukraine goes on now for, what, over two years? Other stories trending this morning. Supreme Court Justice, uh, excuse me, Supreme Court, yeah, Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito is uh, criticizing uh, another judge's dismissal, a dismissal of jurors in a workplace discrimination case. What happened here, they were dismissed then from serving on a jury because these jurors hold a personal belief that homosexuality is a sin. And he said, you know, when a court finds that a person is ineligible to serve on a jury because of his or her religious beliefs, That decision implicates fundamental rights, he said. So he wrote this earlier this week. Five-page statement explaining why the court rejected a request to hear a Missouri case about people who had been removed from a jury after expressing religious objections to gay relationships. And he said, I write because I am concerned that the lower court's reasoning may spread and may be a foretaste of things to come. And he said, the the court reasoned that a person who still holds traditional religious values on questions of sexual morality is presumptively unfit to serve on a jury in a case involving a party who is a lesbian. And then he goes on to cite case law and saying how uh, how concerning that is. Also, a Canadian man has been found guilty of using his pickup truck to kill four members of a Muslim family. And yesterday he was sentenced to life in prison. Canadian judge ruled that the actions of an admitted white nationalist amount to terrorism. And also, President Joe Biden kicked off a three-day fundraising sprint in California this week. He made the case to supporters to stay focused on what's at stake in his re-election battle, where it's uh, it looks pretty clear that he will be facing Donald Trump. And that's a look at the stories trending this morning in Bell's News Gallery.